First thing I did this morning, I smiled. Even before I'd opened my eyes. I just sort of woke up and knew that today was the day. The day everything was going to change. My day. I can't remember how much I slept. Can't have been much though. I would have been too excited. Like when you're little on Christmas Eve and your mum tells you that Santa's coming and you try to stay awake to wait for him. I'm grown up now, 22, but it's exactly the same thrill. Same excitement. Even if I did sleep, I probably would have dreamt of him anyway. At least, I guess I would. I can't remember my dreams. I wish I could, you know, like some people can. Wake up and write them down on a notepad or something. Only I know what they'd be full of anyway, so I suppose there'd be no point, really. So, it's still pretty early, which is fair enough because I want to get there in plenty of time and I've got quite a journey. Even though I already know what day it is, I check my calendar anyway, just so I can see all the circles I've drawn in Byra around today's date. As if I was going to get that wrong. And then, before I do anything else, I stick my phone in the dock and start playing his new album. I know the words off by heart, of course, and I sing along while I'm dressing. It kicks off with, want you now, which is a really sexy number, and I'm dancing as I shake my jimmies off. His voice gets everywhere, mellow tones like chocolate wrapping its fingers around mine and sliding into my ear. I've picked my nicest underwear. What you've got to understand is that when I hear his voice, Tyler sings to me, only to me. It's like I'm looking in the mirror and there he is. His voice touches me like nothing else. Spend the next few tracks, All Alone, Ballad, Torrent, Dancy, and Forsaken Symphony, Epic, dressing, washing, and doing my hair. I imagine my mum downstairs complaining about the noise, you know, in that voice of hers. But I don't care. This is the day. This is it. of cereal under a jumper and finish it during what you don't know moving check myself in the mirror again grin i'm not at all bad looking really i'm a natural blonde and my hair goes down to my shoulders flicking up at the bottom you can just about see where i put some lowlights in a while back i've always thought about getting them done again but there's always some reason why i don't i'm not petite but i'm not like massive either my boobs aren't all that but i'm wearing my best bra and my bum doesn't look too bad in my decent pair of jeans I'm telling you this so you can set the scene, because I don't want you imagining someone who doesn't look like me. It's important you know what I look like, because I'm not just anyone. I'm different. I'm someone special. I always felt it, somehow. Always knew I'd get the chance to prove it, one day. And this is it. Check my trusty rucksack, make sure it's got everything I need. Camera, money, tickets, chocolate, torch, rope, grapple, ammunition, and most importantly, my inhaler. I've never actually had to use it, but you never know. At the bottom is a spare jumper, and under that 
It feels cold and hard when I reach into the bag for it. Final, definite, unyielding. Just wanted to check it was there, really. No need to get it out. I'm edgy enough as it is. Phone comes out of the dock and I'm ready to go. Grab my rucksack and I'm down the stairs like a shot. My trainers are always done up, so I only need to pull them on. I call out to my mum, I'm off, bye! And that's it. I'm gone. I don't wait for my mum's reply. She'd only tell me to look after myself or not talk to strangers or something like that. You know, like mums do. It's only a short ride on the bus to the station, and then an hour on the train. I'm hugging my rucksack against me the whole way, staring out the window, but I'm not really seeing anything. I'm too... It seems like I've been waiting for this day all my life. It's what I was born to do. I'm probably grinning like a maniac. I'm getting some funny looks, but I don't care! My name's Nikki, and I'm Tyler Watson's biggest fan. Biggest fan in the whole world. And I'm going to prove it. Tyler's record company are in London. Not just offices, but recording studios, performance areas, everything. It's officially called The Warehouse, but all the papers call it The X Factory, where new hits are made, talents discovered and dreams come true. Like Tyler. I don't really remember the other acts or their songs, but Tyler's different. It's like he was made just for me, or the other way around. His songs, his voice, trigger something in me like nothing else. And that's why I'm on the train to London. Tyler's making an appearance. It's to promote his new single, a remix of one of the songs on the album. I can't wait to hear it, to see him. It's invite only, but I get a free pass as a member of Tyler's fan club. I'm a platinum member. I've liked his Facebook page, I follow his Twitter, and I get regular email newsletters. And you know, the fans all talk to each other. There's a forum online. It's like a little community. Though sometimes the others piss me off. They say they like Tyler, but I can tell they're not true fans like I am. It's like on YouTube, the number of times I've had to defend Tyler from the haters. It upsets me, makes me really angry. It's like, why can't they see? Why can't they see how good he is? I don't understand it. They're weird, haters. So, I get to London and I head for the warehouse. It's like I'm in a daze. I don't even notice where I'm going. God knows how I get to the right place. It's like, it's like it's calling me. I'm being guided. Tyler's saying, this way, Nikki. Come to me, Nikki. I'm coming, Tyler. I can tell I'm getting close, though, as I start seeing lots of other fans heading the same way as me. They've got Tyler tees on, or they're holding homemade banners declaring their love. Sad, really. They don't realise that Tyler wouldn't look at them. Not even a glance. I mean, they're just girls. They're so immature, so emotional. Too much makeup and some of them are crying already. They're all dressed the same. They all look the same. Faceless wonders. Tyler likes a woman who's individual. He said so in an interview. I mean, didn't they read it? What sort of fans are they that they don't know that? Epic fail. I read that interview. I know. I know Tyler. Everything about him. I've read and reread interviews and features and little fact files. I know everything. And I'm an individual. Not like that lot. I stand out. Tyler will like me. 
he'll notice me. We're all gathered in front of a little stage outside. There's lights and speakers, and some of his songs are already playing. It's been set up in front of the warehouse. I can see a little tunnel leading from the back of the stage right into the building. And there's security everywhere, to keep away the paps, probably. Unofficial photos can go for thousands. So the songs fade out, and it's just us and the stage. They're whispering to each other, or screaming, or crying. It's a weird mess of noise. There's a buzz. This is it. This is happening. I swing my rucksack off my back, unzip it and feel underneath my jumper. It's still there, heavy and sharp. I kneel down, stick both my hands in. Without looking, I can just about put the bullets where they need to go. I don't need to put all six in anyway. I won't need that many. Two will do it. A man's on stage. He's wearing a suit and looks important. I know that face. I've seen it in the official Tyler Watson fan club magazine. His name is Lucas Fairchild, and he's Tyler's manager. He gets a microphone. Hello, everyone. It's great to see so many of you here today. Are you excited? The crowd goes wild. Of course we are. I can't hear you. Are you excited? Bloody well get on with it. It's like he thinks we're here to see him. That's more like it. Just a reminder that afterwards the shop will be open and you can download the new single directly from our website. If you remember. Everyone do remember, right? Again with the crowd. Where is he? Where's Tyler? Okay, so without any more ado, here he is. Britain's latest pop sensation. Tyler Watson! All the girls go crazy. They're screaming and crying and waving banners. And there he is. He's right there, on stage. Not a photo, not a video, but really properly there. Right in front of me. Tyler Watson. He's so... He's everything I knew he would be. So, just... I can't... I don't have the words. I've stopped my tracks. I can't move. I can't take my eyes off him. He's standing and waving at everyone, smiling at them. I wait for him to look at me. Why doesn't he look at me? Right at me? Why doesn't he know I'm here? But I heard him calling me. I shake myself awake. I don't have to worry. He'll look at me. He'll know I'm here. I stand out. I'm someone special. It's nearly time. Lucas leads him to the microphone and Tyler starts speaking in the sweetest voice I have ever heard. This is it. I reach back into my rucksack and grasp it with both hands. I won't have long. I'm at the back of the crowd so no one will notice until after the first shot. It's so heavy. I'm worried that I won't have the strength to pull the trigger pulls out of the bag, out from under the spare jumper, and I can just about lift it up and away from me. It points at the stage. The barrel wobbles around slightly in my shaking hands. I cock it with my thumb, like I've seen them do on the telly. Steady, steady. Then, before I realize what's happened, Lucas pulls Tyler away from the microphone and bundles him off the stage. Sorry about that, everyone. Uh, Tyler's just come over slightly unwell. 
We'll just make sure he's okay and we'll be right back. He disappears down the tunnel along with everyone else. Everyone's quiet, like they're in shock. So am I. I suddenly realise that everyone's looking at each other and any moment now someone will turn around and clock what I'm holding. I drop to the ground and it's back in my rucksack as quick as I can. I can't believe I missed my chance. That was my moment, the thing I'd been born to do, and it was gone. Just like that. I'm too shocked to cry. As I straighten up, I look around. To look at the girls, you'd think they'd just been told Tyler was dead. But I know better. Lucas said he was unwell. Lucas is Tyler's manager, so it's in his interest to look after him. Tyler was inside, along with everyone else. Along with the security. There was no one guarding the tunnel into the warehouse. This was my chance. Even better than getting Tyler to notice me amongst the crowd, what if I could get him alone? Just me and him. He'd see me then, see who I was. I worked my way carefully inside the building, sneaking around corners and hiding behind desks and photocopiers and stuff. It's so dangerous, and it's like I'm inside him. I'm inside Tyler, in his secrets. None of the fans have been here. Only me. Only me. Signs lead me to a door. It's pretty ordinary, but I nearly scream when I read the name on it. Tyler Watson. This is his room, where he does things, where he chills out, where he sleeps, maybe. I'm as silent as I can be as I creep towards the door. You told me it was fixed. It was. I need him out there. I can do it. Just I just need him to do the song. After that, I don't care what you do to him. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. This was Lucas Fairchild, Tyler's manager, treating him like a, a thing, an object, saying he didn't care about him. It was too much. My head was going crazy. What was this? If Lucas didn't care about Tyler, was he forcing him to sing against his will? Was he keeping Tyler prisoner? But if he was, Tyler needed to be free. This was so wrong. Someone needed to do something. I needed to do something. I still had my rucksack. It was still in there. It was suddenly so obvious, so clear. Pulling it out, I cocked it with my thumb and kicked the door open. Leave him alone! I screamed at them. There was Tyler, lying on a sofa behind them. Poor Tyler. What have they done to you? Lucas was looking at me funny. Oh my, quick, cover him up. But she's got, is that a gun? She thinks it is. Cover him up now. I pushed him out of the way. I warned them both to stay away from us and pulled the sheet back. Tyler was staring up at me. His eyes were empty, hollow, like I wasn't there. Why couldn't he see me? It's okay, Tyler, I said. I'm here. They can't hurt you now. I went to stroke his face. And it fell off. I couldn't scream. I couldn't. It was the eyes. Blank plastic eyes staring up from a grinning metal face. Wires ran like veins crisscrossing his skull. It was... It was... Put the gun down. I spun to face them. What have you done to him? I yelled. I wanted to cry, but I couldn't. No tears would come. What had they done to him? What had they done? We haven't done anything. Please, put the gun down. I couldn't think. I couldn't... I ran. I ran out the door and away.
I was so confused. My whole world had turned upside down. What had they done to Tyler? What was he? I just kept running, running, trying to escape what I'd seen. I didn't know where I was going. Deeper, deeper inside, inside Tyler's secrets, inside the X Factory. Eventually I stopped. It was cold, very cold. No narrow office corridors here, just wide concrete ones. The doors were big and metal and heavy. And then, footsteps. I pulled open one of the big doors until it was wide enough to slip inside. It was dark. I slowly felt my way along the wall until my fingers found a switch. I blinked a few times as the lights came on and turned to see where I was. I jumped. Rows and rows of statues. No, not statues. People. Dead still. Not breathing. All staring at nothing. All wearing the same clothes. The same hair. All with the same... Face. That face. I'd seen it before. Loads of times. I hadn't realised. How had I not noticed? It was on all the fangirls outside. And... And I saw it in the mirror every day. Well, this is unfortunate. I couldn't... What was he doing? Why were all these... They're all you. I told him they couldn't be me. That was... That was impossible. It's true. They're all you. Or rather, you were one of them. All members of the Tyler Watson fan club. I could finally feel tears running down my face. It couldn't be true, and yet... You see, it's all very well creating yourself a pop star. That's actually the easy bit. We've run so many tests and focus groups and fan polls that we know pretty well how someone should look, what they should sing. In short, we know what will sell. Tyler! He's the perfect pop star, yes. Except for a small problem with his speech synthesizer. He's the culmination of years of research and development. Was it all just nothing? It was all fake? No, 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 sales are real enough. That's just the public for you, once they hear about the next big thing. But that's where the problem lies. It simply takes too long. Even once you have your talent, you have to build up a following. Tour schools, create a buzz, word of mouth and so on. So you create your own buzz. You create a ready-made fan base. You create... you. But I wasn't... I told him I wasn't like them. I was different. He didn't get it. No, you don't get it, do you? You're not supposed to exist. You're a glitch. I was a... A, a glitch, an aberration, a bug in the system, a model gone a one. That couldn't be true. I was a person, an individual. I could... What's your job? Who were your friends? I... I... What did you have for dinner yesterday? Where did you go to school? I... What does your mother look like? I couldn't... I couldn't remember... Why couldn't I remember? You were designed not to notice your life was a fake. 90% of them don't. All those girls outside, they don't have a clue. But you, your programming went wrong. Listen to yourself. That's supposed to be an internal monologue. I didn't know what he meant. What was supposed to... Exactly. Why was he telling me all this? The self-realisation clause. Triggers a full shutdown, but it takes a couple of minutes. My wife always says I can talk people to death. But I was alive! A person! You may have been alive, but you were never a person. I was someone! You were no one. Someone! Special! 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 special.
Oh, right. That's it. It's gone. I want a full factory reset, then you can reflash its wetware to the latest version. Yes, sir. Find a trolley and get it out of here. Someone Special was written by James Potter and directed by Sean Notley. The cast featured Tilly Hawkins as Nikki and Bobby Makepeace as Lucas. This audio play was produced by Frequency Theatre.